Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. We're in. We're back with another Block, Rock and Beat, babes. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming back. Yeah, we're we're back again. We're back again in your ears. Worming our way into your ears. Prepping for um, Easter holidays. <clears throat> I feel like so many parents listening will already be in the thick of it. What, just th- thick of dread? No, the thick of it because some schools have already broken up. Oh. <laughs> Tell me you don't want to spend two and a half uninterrupted weeks with your children stuff. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's okay when you've got stuff to do, I suppose. But when you've just got work to do and you've got kids, that's when it gets really difficult because you've got like, if one one of us takes the... Oh, sorry, you mean me. Stick. If, yeah, there's, there's a layer of... <laughs> Basically, that's what's going to happen is I'm going to do all the parenting while you hide. There's a layer of contempt over our relationship when uh, you feel like when you're you hide. doing all the work and I'm working. Not hiding, working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what we got planned, what we're going to do with the little rats? We actually have a little staycation booked with my sister and her family. So I think the boys are really looking forward to that. So that'll be good. But other than that, we are free as a bird. We're winging it, aren't we? Yeah, we really are. Um, so but I... I'm like, well, they, they've just been to school for like a whole half a term like they just want to chill mm. as much as kids chill you know yeah it's kind of weird how different they are in it isn't it because we've got one kid who's just like really behind at school one kid who's really advanced mm. it's really bizarre the one way you... that's really relaxed and one that's quite like intense and it's like yeah it's it's really one of those situations as a parent where like you'll maybe say to the family in the morning oh let's go for a walk or a bike ride and one kid will be like yeah and the other one will be like i don't want to go it's like do you want spaghetti on toast for dinner or do you want i don't know beans on toast and then they'll be like what they'll just always choose what the other one doesn't want yeah yeah my, my dad used to always say that as well oh the other one always wants what the other one they always choose different things, whatever. It's like I was like, it's funny because the same guy. when I grew up, there was a really big age gap between my sister and I. It was eight and a half years. So when I grew up, I didn't really experience like sibling rivalry like siblings who are closer in age do. So I think sometimes that's where I find it stressful is because I'm I don't know if that's normal because I was pretty much an only child from when I was eight because my sister moved out. So mm. everything was always really calm, really quiet, really chilled at home. And now you've got these two And now children. I've got these like boys that want to wrestle and they're just constantly hungry and like, it's great. It's like mm. another way of experiencing a childhood. But at the same time, you're like, oh my God, I need a, I need a break. <laughs> Mummy <laughs> yeah. n- needs a break. So my new thing now is I've started to do is I'm doing, which is making me feel very nostalgic about the last sort of 10 years of our, of our lives and our careers is I'm, I'm finding old sort of scenes from old videos because um, a lot of them are quite, I don't know, like they, they, they kind of evolved from silky montages where it would just be like music and shots to spoken word or poetry sometimes i'd write it myself sometimes i'd find stuff and sometimes grayson would read stuff out or just just random things that i just felt i felt like with the silky montages that they were they just bored me after a while you know once you sort of saw a few of them it's like okay well i feel like that was a phase and Mm. everyone went through this phase of doing silky montages Mm. 
if you if you don't know what a silky montage is it's basically when you um are a creator and you make youtube videos getting lots of footage of of doing something that looks really nice and then just whacking over like some classical music or like some nice song yeah that's a silky montage they, they i think they probably lasted for about a year no and it was then, longer than that you, no but in terms of for me like i, I kind of I could deal with them for about a year and then I started to watch them back and be like, this is footage of my family. It's boring me to tears. <laughs> and uh, so Also I, cheesy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, so I started to evolve them into other stuff where you could talk about things or, you know, I just started digging around for poems and stuff like that. But it's they kind of just evolved. So anyway, I've got all of this archive footage of all of these different kind of pieces that we wove, wove into the videos. And I was like, well, I'll take them out and I do like from the archive series where I, I pull out old... Uh, pieces of work that we've done and sort of uh, pull them out of the video and, and sort of put them on Instagram and it's making me feel really nostalgic about everything to be honest because I'm going back and looking at all these different sort of chapters in our lives and seeing seeing them all play out and it's just making me feel really nostalgic I uh, love that feeling of nostalgia mm, you're saying it like it's a negative thing no it's good it's good it just kind of nostalgia has this um has this way of making you feel at the same time quite sad it's like a it's like a bizarre feeling, isn't it? Like you're It's like you want those moments back. You long for them. It's like mm. an ache. And that's what you connect to is the ache when you're when you're seeing something back, you're like you're nostalgic, but it's like an aching feeling, like, oh, I wish I could kind of step back into that period of time. Like I was watching some stuff back today of Rufus and how he used to talk when he was like two. <laughs> and it just the way he spoke was so funny and, and and just cute. And I just wish I could hear that little voice again you know, talking to me. Yeah. And I, the weird thing is, is I always, you know, I cuddle the kids all the time, but I've, you know, might like yourself, I've probably forgotten every single cuddle <laughs> that I've ever given our kids, you know, apart from the one this morning. You just forget, don't you? But yeah. it's, for me, it's such an important thing to always cuddle them, but you just, one of those things you just forget. It's like having yeah, a cup true. of tea, you just forget your cups of tea. It's yeah, a, it's weird, isn't it, actually, thinking about that, that uh, as a parent and a human being, that, that's such a special thing but we just forget it yeah like we remember all this really unimportant stuff like dates and mm. i don't know like to-do lists and stuff but we forget that I did and it's like what why would our brain do that exactly i did walk into the lounge the other day and he was watching something and i i picked him i said can i have a cuddle and he gave me a cuddle and um, i just tried to really focus on that moment mm. and, ca and 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 let that moment soak it in. Uh, sort of soak in and just not think about something else while I'm cuddling, but just be in that moment. Mm. Be like, I love you so much. And sometimes I play with him. I get emotional because I'm, I'm, I'm just like, you're so important to me, mm. you know, these kids. And you, I just get emotional just being around them, like how much, I, you know, I love them. And I see so much. I will remind you that next week, my <laughs> friend. I'll be like, you remember you said you got really emotional and you just wanted to hug them all the time. Here you go. Bye. This is the weird <laughs> thing. Like it gets to the weekend and I'm like, yeah, bring on Monday. I can't, be around, I can't <laughs> deal with being around these little brats. And then it gets to Monday and I miss them when they're at school. And I'm like, oh, I want to see them again. I want no, to they're good kids. They're mm. good kids. Most of the time, they're good kids. Yeah, they are. I mean, they, they, they're, yeah, we, let's not talk about our kids. It's sort of nothing worse than hearing a couple of parents <laughs> talking about their kids. <laughs> so, what have you been into these days, Hannah Mags? I have just finished a book about manifestation, mm -hmm. which was actually quite good. I was a bit skeptical about it. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. It was by an author. I think she's actually on social media called Roxy. And then I really don't know how to pronounce her this surname. You had a crush on, didn't you? You had a crush yeah. on this girl, Roxy. What's her second um, name? Let me see. It begins with N, but Roxy I don't know N. how. I can't remember her. Actually, mm. let me find it. Um, so she wrote a book on manifestation. Um, and I don't know. I feel like sometimes, do you ever feel like sometimes you'll pick up a book 
and you're reading the exact right thing at the exact right moment in yeah. your life and you're like oh i really needed somebody t- to say that you know yeah and there's just so many parts of it that like resonated with me because i i feel like at the moment i'm trying to like work on confidence which i know sounds really strange coming from somebody who has a lot of their life online and and makes instagram content for a living and stuff but i struggle massively with confidence and i always have ever since i was a child um and so to read parts of this book where it kind of i don't know you you just kind of need somebody to nudge you a little bit and be like do you know what you're doing fine you just need to realize that you're doing fine and allow yourself to to grow rather than holding yourself back um and a lot of the like the practice of manifestation is that so yeah i just really enjoyed it what's the book called i think it's literally just called manifest or how to manifest i did take a picture i of found it. i found um i found a girl called roxy horner it's not her is it no she's the one that you fancied from a really long time ago Ma- manifest seven steps to living your best life by roxy uh, i think i'm going to pronounce her name wrong Naf- nafusi nafusi roxy, Nif- N- roxy nafusi let me have a look roxy n-a-f is it yeah. oh yeah here we are roxy nafusi um, and I also just listened to a couple of her podcasts this morning as well when I was cycling oh, yeah? home from the gym. Um, and I like? really like the way that she does. So on her podcasts, she will, she'll have a guest in and they don't really go into anything else. They go straight into three defining moments in your life. Mm-hmm. And I just really liked that. I thought it was a really nice concept for a, a, um, for a uh, podcast yeah sorry i was just having a look at what she looked like I yeah i know what, you were i wanted to see what your crush is like that's all i wanted to say she's a crush i was so interested you um well you did say last night that you have a bit of a crush on her yeah it's quite interesting to see what your what your crushes are in girls i suppose you, you know why because it doesn't normally align with, with yours with mine <laughs> really ever but that one but that one yeah, yeah i see what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah she's 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 quite pretty oh, yeah yeah um I've taken, I've, yeah. What um, what have I been into recently? Oh God, I, sp- I got back into my um, my weird music making thing. My, my, What's it called? My Ableton Push, it's called. It's a big device with lots of rubber keys on it. And um, so I've got back into I using swear it. it never used to be that big. No, it definitely hasn't grown. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oi, oi. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I'm back into doing that. So I scored a bit of our video with it This that's coming out on Sunday for the first time. I thought it'd be nice. I w- always wanted to get to the stage where you could start looking at stuff and then be good enough at music that you could score it exactly the way you interpret it sounding Do you not think that would be so musically. hard? Because yes. there's so, it's so vast. Like there's so many ways that you could change one piece of music with a couple of notes mm. and have a completely different feel to it. Yeah, of course. Some like oh, with, with particular scenes in the videos, I'll have like tons of different scores and they just completely change yeah. the video, the, what you, what the message is and how it resonates. And yeah, it's so- funny because I feel like if I was doing it, I'd be so indecisive over that. Like mm. I, I would be so torn between different emotions that different songs would like draw out. Yeah. I would find it really hard to make a decision. Yeah, and it, 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 that's that's what used to take me so long going through SoundCloud and listening to countless of different songs and trying to find the right music. It just used to take forever. Got a bit more efficient at it in my old age. But uh, but I just really wanted to get to that stage where I could just write my own stuff. Um, and it's quite basic, but the good thing is about a lot of emotional, you know, sort of nice emotional stuff is that it's 
it does it's quite reductive it's quite basic it's just strings and synths and stuff like that and it's very simple and contemporary um rather than being overcomplicated. so I've got, i'm quite enjoying it at the moment trying to get back into that yeah i think it's always good to practice music i've got i'm drowning in guitars but i never pick the bloody things up so this is uh good to get back into music in a weird way do you ever wish there was just more hours in the day and that you just didn't get tired because i feel like there's so many hobbies that i would like to try like weirdly i don't know where it's come from but i would really like to try hockey (laughs) i just feel like i i feel like hockey would be good for me it's like really quite aggressive isn't it like i can just imagine it being really satisfying Hockey, yeah. I, I was never, shit at hockey I in school. But I've, I've got this little that. thing where I'm like, mm, I feel like doing some hockey. <laughs> you feel like hockey? Wow. I feel like doing hockey. I'll get you a hockey stick if you like. Can, <laughs> but where can you do park. hockey in Bath? I don't think hockey will be available to me. I'm looking forward to the day where I can uh, get into my bowls, man. Are you? Yeah, get my creased uh, chinos on and get that up to that bowls club and have a bit of bowl, doing a bit yeah. of bowl. I'm not that long off, actually. I've only got a I also years, feel like I would like to do... Um, like singing lessons but then i'm i've got that little person in my head that's like you're really shit at singing that would be horrible for the singing instructor to coach you <laughs> yeah but you've got to argue back you've got to argue with that yeah voice see this is like, my issue that mm. i have this is my issue i feel like so many people have the issue but my voices are very loud and i'm trying to you tame have them to learn to become friends with that voice because yeah. you can't beat it there's no point because it's always there so i just think you have to learn to be mates with it and even though it hates you with every fiber of its being you have to be like i still love you man you're important yeah. to me. I'm glad you're here. Because if you weren't here, think of the sort of narcissist Oh, be. God, yeah. That's true, actually. Mm, That's a good way of looking good at it. Because I would hate the ego that would come along with not having that voice. And imagine if you didn't have that voice and you had all these people saying nice things about you to, to your videos and stuff like that, and nice comments and stuff. Imagine that, if that went to your head. You've got to have that voice. It's got to be loud and deafening at times because some people can yeah, be really nice. Yeah, but she's mean. I don't like her. <laughs> she's too mean. Is she too mean? Yeah, just like silly stuff. And I think because I've been reading about like manifestation and like really believing in your heart that you deserve the thing it is that you want to manifest, that's the bit I struggle with because those are the voices that are like, oh, but you're not good enough. Or but there's so many other people doing whatever it is that yeah. are you, better or whatever. Like, Do you think Americans have that voice? I think everybody has Do that you? voice. Because they're very Most much people, like, unless you are a massive narcissist. No, but Americans are very positive about everything and like um, very, very yeah. much like they're very... Encouraging. They're not like us in yeah. terms of the British, which are quite... They'll um, always put themselves down. Put themselves down, yeah. be a little bit... Cond- no, no, a bit, a bit uh, what's the right word to describe them in this disposition? Um, I don't know, like a little bit... Hmm. Too humble. Humble, I suppose, is a good word for it. Yeah, but also it's quite self. It's quite a bit damaging how we can be very mean to ourselves. It's almost like we don't feel comfortable bigging ourselves up and like selling ourselves. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. Yeah, we're bad at selling ourselves. Yeah, bad at being like I can. I'm great at this. Yeah, like I always. I don't know if you have this, but even though I I love what we do. Whenever I meet someone, say I'm like in the gym changing room and I just get chatting with somebody or like anywhere else, it could be dog walking or anything. And then someone will be like, oh, so what do you do? And then in my head, I panic. I'm like, oh God, I don't want to tell them what I do because Mm. I feel embarrassed. Mm, Do you ever get that? Yeah, I feel deeply embarrassed. I only feel embarrassed. Even though I love my job, I'm like, I I just know that they're going to ask loads of questions. No, I just just think I'm embarrassed because if you look at what we do and then other people who have given this quite a bad reputation 
not saying any names. So I don't want to don't want to be a, don't want to start shading people, but people who do what we oh, do you're just film. shady little bitch stuff. <laughs> we all know that now. People that we film that film their families, but do it in a way which is maybe a bit uh, contrived and not necessarily the way I personally feel is the way you should, should do done. it yeah. exactly where it's quite exploitative that gives it a bad name and it makes you feel ashamed to do it because you're like oh no it's like that that i find quite difficult but in terms I, I suppose no i just say i'm a content creator to anyone who yeah that's what i say but then they look really confused and they're like so what do you do <laughs> yeah well, to be honest, i don't even know a lot of the time like, i don't even know it kind of changes week from week <laughs> yeah i think that's it again that's like another thing that can be quite difficult about this job is that you just don't really ever have any consistency mm. and I, I I guess there's part of me who associates consistency and busyness with success mm -hmm. and then it's that kind of having to reevaluate what you define as success yourself that's so true yeah I mean we did have for in terms of our industry got hit like I mean, yeah, it was crazy the last couple of years. We're only just now recovering from it. So, so, but I don't know. I, I feel like right now, I think we're in a good place. Spring's coming up. It's the dawn of new ideas. It's when it, when people get, you know, they're outdoors a bit more. The light's coming in a bit more. You've got more natural light to play with when you're filming. It's like, it's my favorite time of year to film. It's, is it? It's, yeah, it's, it's, there's well, a theme. Over autumn. If I look over the last like eight, nine years of the themes of the videos, they go really dark and introspective <laughs> over winter because it is quite dark and it is gloomy and it's very, the evenings draw in quite quickly. And probably your hormone levels are Exa like Yeah, exactly. So they're, they're very much reflective over that. Whereas when it gets to summer and it's more bright, outside and people are outside drinking and picnics and stuff like that They're, the videos have a totally different vibe they just they, they reflect the seasons i think mm. um because that's that's really what they have to be essentially is a reflection of uh of of you and your world at the time and what you're dealing with and stuff like that but yeah i don't know don't want to go to get too wanky about it i always feel though when people sort of say anything complimentary i have to make an excuse like yeah. if somebody says it's like you can't just accept the compliment and say no, thank you I, I, I cannot it's a that. really hard thing to do isn't it yeah if somebody gives me any kind of compliment i'll kind of put myself down straight it. after yeah. really viciously to be like uh, to just to just to let them know that that's not i'm not gonna let yeah. that sink in i don't but it is a strange thing it's a such a learnt behavior as well because when you're born you don't you're not born thinking that you're rubbish at everything or thinking that yeah. you should look a certain way or whatever it's all learnt behavior and that's what's interesting about it like learning where it comes from and, and trying to unpick it yeah I, I i believe that it's like well for me it's like seeing the ego and trying to really see it and acknowledge it all the time and acknowledge what it's doing and how it because it's when you can divorce yourself from your ego um with the help of substances and you first step, step aside for, away from it that you then first realize how prominent and and all-consuming it is and i think there's a in normal life when you're kind of cognitively trying to deal with everything normally it's really good to be able to kind of separate yourself well just to see it there in the same way you see because it, it is such a force mm. to be reckoned with and, it, and just it, to try and separate and yourself it, yeah it can it can deform and go into all sorts of nastiness. that's what's the good thing about meditation though is because you're not mm. you're not you're on some level you are trying to separate yourself from your body and your thoughts and your ego yeah that's ex yeah that's exactly what it's about isn't it just to find that to remove yourself from it you need a weed do you yeah <laughs> <laughs>
You always need a wee. You must have a bladder the size of like. I know. It's a honestly, it's one of the worst things about being in my body. <laughs> it's like yeah. wherever I go, I know I'm gonna it's need like a wee. We get in a car. We get in a car, and the minute we get to the bottom of the road, you're like, I need a wee. I'm like, you just left the house. Did you not wee? Yeah. I'm like, how could this happen? How did this happen? I think I've got a really tiny bladder. Okay. Well, anyway, we've, we've been chatting for about twenty minutes, and uh, we're, I'm boring myself. So. <laughs> let's uh let's leave it there shall we cool thanks for listening guys cheers guys thanks for listening see Ooh. you all soon hopefully we'll see you next week in the midst of uh half term chaos oh yeah crikey that'll be a f- loud episode us, like, pray for us. <laughs> <laughs> bye everyone bye see ya bye.